Welcome to Younger, Smarter, and Better, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits to better their lives. I'm going to ask you a question. This is a question I've asked myself multiple times throughout my schooling and education. This is a question that I've thought about for quite a while and have decided to try and give my best answer on. What is the purpose of school? What does it benefit? How, like, other than, like, learning the subjects that are there, what benefit do you get out of learning those subjects? What What is the purpose of school and how does it benefit me? And why can't I just go and do it off by my own? What is the purpose of having to go to a physical place of this generalized schooling system and why can't I just teach myself all these things with the internet and what we have available today? Those are the questions that I've been asking myself as I've been going through the schooling system and realizing that I might not use a lot of this information and that there's a lot of better things that I could be spending my time learning and teaching myself about. To answer this question, I wanted to go through and spend a lot of time like researching and give a brief summary of the school and education thus far that I've found in a two to second, as quick as I can, summary of the education system. We'll start off back in the hunter-gatherer, a little bit after that when we started farming and gathering and planting all of our food. We we used education and schooling. It wasn't really called schooling back. That was just kind of like teaching teaching your kids how to farm so that, you know, you could have more food so you won't die because that's really kind of where we were at that point as human and the human race. So we're kind of like, you know what, education, just teach the kids how to work so that we have more people to work so we can have more food so we don't die. Great job. Great, great start, everybody. You know, we're not going to die as fast anymore. Now, we're going to move a little bit further on into Greece and into Sparta. In Greece, they started their education at seven years old. They would teach subjects like music, art, literature. You got science, math, politics. All of these were a lot more. You can see definitely huge jump, and I'm giving a very generalized, fast, brief summary of the school system here. In Greece, you had all of these different subjects. They started at seven, which was great. And they kind of gone up and went through to build better citizens. And in Sparta, which is a part of Greece, by the way, it's a little city-state, um, Sparta, at seven years old, would start the education to become glorious fighters because that was a lot of... Sparta was a very big military city-state. And with the Greece learning all of this stuff, the whole goal back then for education was to create better citizens and that it worked great you know we hear a lot and you know in history we learn about uh greece obviously did something to be recognized in a history textbook hopefully unless we're not just reading history textbooks about nothing uh moving on to the first school in america a another huge jump in here i'm giving like boom 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 super big uh generalized the first school in america was the boston latin school it was created in 1635. It was the first public school, and it was created as a college prep school to kind of get people to college-level education and to help them get there and get through it. So moving on, even a little bit more, but a little bit closer gap, is we have the 1900s. In 1900, exactly, 34 states had laws requiring education. And we move 10 years later down the line, you can see that 72% of children were in some form of education. And in 1918, all 48 states required at least elementary school education for all of their citizens, which is great, great step. And that's only, what, 120 
almost exactly 100 years ago is where all states required elementary school education. And now we're at this level of education that we're at today, which is great. We've come a long way from that, and we still have generally the same purpose of school, which is to educate young people to become better citizens. Because when you have better citizens, you make more money, you have more food, there's tend to be less death, which is a good thing. And so, you know, overall, it's good to have a school system in place to educate people so that, you know, everybody doesn't die because we don't have farmers and other sorts of things. But the problem that you see and the problem as we progress a little bit further down the line is become more smart and try to refine the process is that we're realizing that the school system we have in today in place is kind of missing out on a lot of people. It's it's a very generalized school system, and because of that, we're missing some key components for a lot of different people. Um, I would refer to this system, and it's been referred to in multiple different sources, as a Swiss cheese sort of method, because as you go up, there's more and more holes in people's education. So say a student's going through and learning the basic skills in math, say like algebra and basic skills. They go through, there's a set pace that everyone goes through in school and as they go through that pace you have like say Tommy doesn't remember the basics of a certain part of uh, the multiplication table when they have the test date they test say he gets a C okay everyone moves forward there's no trying to fix that hole or gap in his education we just keep moving forward and that's kind of the same pace for everything as we keep moving forward and when you get more and more complex math that requires a lot of different uh, past knowledge accumulated to get there you've got a lot of holes in that knowledge because you kept going at the same pace for everybody it's very generalized and in today's world especially with the internet and cell phones and social media it's a very personalized culture everything has kind of has your own name literally printed on it most of the apps like welcome you by name you have websites that once you sign in you've got name recognition and other sorts of things like that that's very personalized and very close to home and because of that we're kind of independent and that's not where the school system is still very generalized and at that part there's kind of a shift that needs to occur or should occur i'm not saying the education system is bad i'm saying that as we go up and further and further People are having harder and harder times, and once they get to that point where, say, they're in their honors level um, algebra 2 or 3 classes, and they are getting C's and D's, and they don't understand why, and they start to believe that, and this is the, the belief cycle that they would fall into, is, or at least some of them will, is that they're not good enough and they're not cut out for it, when rather they didn't spend the time, and education didn't spend the time to specifically teach them the basic skills beforehand, uh, well enough for them to remember and use it at the higher level that they're at now. Now, it's not that this is the worst system. It's a lot better than not having any education system at all, or else we'd be stuck all the way back at the beginning when we talked about where we're still hunting and gathering food because that, you know, it's great. It's not. Um, so what what is the point? What is the, the point of education? And in simple, as I've said multiple times now, it's to educate the citizenship the population to become good citizens but we're starting to gear away where we need a little bit more what so what's the next step is kind of like getting what is a good education system or what rather how do you become well educated and i use the word educated as kind of a uh, an example of applied knowledge and 
I, I hear a lot the the phrasing of, you know, knowledge is power. And it's not, I think that the statement is, needs a little bit of work because it just says that directly knowledge is power. There's no steps in between it. Knowledge can be power if it's applied. So say, I have a great, I've got a great example for this, right? Say I hand you a map. This map, right, it's got a big X on it and it shows you where a million dollars is hidden. Great. It's got all the steps to get there. Great. If knowledge was power, then you'd instant that that map should be worth a million dollars, right? Because it has the same, it gives you all the steps, all the instructions to get to that million dollars. So it should be valued at roughly a million dollars, you know, if it were exactly the million dollars that it is, but it's not, you still have to go through all the steps to finding the million dollars on that map. And it's very important that you do. But without that applied step and applied using the map, there is no million dollars and therefore it's not worth anything, which is kind of why I say the statement knowledge is power kind of needs some reworking because it's not necessarily true. And when we go through this, I'm going to start like going through and saying that a lot of the people that have gone through the education system and a lot of the people that we have in our, our history um, weren't necessarily going through the best of education systems. And a lot of the times that the history books remember those sorts of people, you've got like Leonardo da Vinci, um, you've got like all these famous inventors, Benjamin Franklin, a lot of these guys didn't go through the best of education systems. Rather, they just had an interest in their subject or had a goal in their subject of field and continued to pursue it. And that's kind of where I think a lot of people are missing that idea, right? Because you've got a lot of the education system and the part with the generalized part is that you can't generalize interests. You can't generalize this idea of making someone interested because someone could just not be interested in learning a subject like someone may not be interested in art or gym or math history they're just not interested in it and a lot of part of learning is being interested in it. if you're interested in learning it's a lot easier to learn it it you can learn it faster and you take a lot more uh, mental time and energy to pursue that and I think what people are missing is they're not trying, they're not getting engaged with learning. And it's kind of the school's fault for that. But I also feel that people should take it upon themselves to get interested in learning. It doesn't have to be a school curriculum or something. If you're interested in learning magic tricks, look up on YouTube magic tricks. Teach yourself for like five, 10 minutes a day. It, you'll find something that you are generally interested in learning in. It could be anything. It could be, you know, how to fill up a water bottle in two seconds. There's random things. The internet is such a vast and plentiful resource that we have access to. And it's most of the time it's just sitting in our pockets. And, you know, there's a lot of different, there's books, we have libraries. There's a lot of different things and skills available to us that people don't take advantage of. There's skills that can improve your life, like budgeting, um, improve your finances, you can improve your communication skills, um, task management, time management priorities, you can do a lot to learn how to have a better and more efficient, effective life, which is one of the things that I find the most fascinating. And the thing that I spend a lot of time on is learning about learning about those things. And I like sharing that and this is the whole purpose of YSB was to bring awareness to this idea that there is something outside of the school system. And that's kind of what I wanted to bring attention to. What is the purpose of school system to make great citizens so that there's a good population in that state or country? 
and that it can keep growing to be a better state and country. But there's something that everyone should be able to take out of that, that they should be able to learn outside of the education system, something that, you know, they find interesting, that they have an interest on. And what's what I want to bring to the awareness is that you have everything you need already. You, in your phone, have the ability to learn basically any skill you wanted to. All you need is the equipment associated with it if you wanted to learn guitar, being able to have access to the car. But you can learn how to read music for the guitar without a guitar. So there's things like that that you can learn and just generally bringing up that idea. And there's something else that I wanted to bring up with this is I want you to start thinking about questioning things. Like a lot of the ways that we learn things is by questioning and by a lot of our failures bring out some of our best sources of knowledge and knowledge that we can use in the future. So say we fail in some area, we can look back on that and reflect, and that can give us a lot of knowledge that we can use in towards the future, a lot of wisdom. And going through that, I would say, start questioning your surroundings. Why? How does this microphone work? There's like a small, and I'll explain it briefly. As I understand it, there's a small metal grid here and there's a piece of tinfoil that just kind of waves around in the middle of the microphone and that's how the signals are recapted things like that you can just like how are books published how are lights how do lights work there's things that you can question in your environment that you can start increasing your knowledge with just by like starting to question everyday things or question how or and question how to get better at things how do i study more effectively how do i spend only five minutes a day and study more effectively than if I were to sit down and spend two hours before the last day of test. There's different methods of learning things. How do I make more money? How do I use my money more effectively? How do I make it go further? How do I get more things that I enjoy doing? How do I get to spend more time enjoying things? All these different questions that you have to start thinking about. Like, the sky is the limit and then some. I mean, you could question the moon if you wanted to. Why is the moon there? How is it created? Why? What effect does the moon have on the earth? There's so many different things you can question. And I wanted to use YSB as my way of sharing that awareness with you. That there's things that you can learn that are outside of the school system. And there's, there's things that you might be interested in that would totally benefit you if you were to just open up your search bar and just say, what is this? There's so many different things. There's so many different platforms and books that you can read and just increase your general knowledge. And with that said, YSB is one of the ways that I'm taking what I'm learning and finding to be the most useful, crucial things and to share that with you. And hopefully, and my goal for YSB is to teach and educate you to become a better person that if you want to be. And so that's that's what I have. And as I say, always, and I've, I feel like that this should be really crucial and I want this to stick with you. I want you to stay hungry for knowledge because there's always more out there to learn and there's still a lot we don't know. With all that being said, we now have YSB on three different platforms. These are all created and the two new ones have been created with season two of the podcast. So we started off as an audio podcast for the first season, first 20 episodes, and we're moving on to two new platforms. We have blogging now. So if you like reading and can get a lot of out of written information, then I would highly suggest looking up the Younger, Smarter, Better podcast. There's a link to that in the description below. And we have a new, the second form that we had that we had beforehand was the podcast. So if you like listening in on your bus ride to school or in a car 
or when you have like to do mundane tasks like chores, then you can take a lot of audio information. That's how you learn your best. And learning how to learn your best is something I would suggest doing. But if that's the way that you think you learn the best and get the most out of it, then I'd highly suggest checking out the podcasts. You can find that on Google Play, on iTunes, and there's other four platforms like Spotify and Stitcher that you can definitely look up. And then the third platform, which I am super proud to introduce, is the YouTube channel. If you find visual information more effective for your learning, YouTube is probably the place for you. And we have another link for that in the description below. Thank you so much for listening, watching, and reading. I'm Christian Adlita, and stay hungry for knowledge.